This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and Maya Slana McDaniel, shodan and student at Aikido of Fresno. Ooh, well done. I had to well think done. about how to say that. Did right? you like, almost? Because it sounded like there's a pause. I almost, you, I, yeah. Like, in my head, it was saying, like, I was reading the little tape in my head, and uh-huh. it said first Q and student. And yeah. I was like, wait, nope. That's Cross that out. That. Like, something something has changed. Yeah. Show Don. Show, show Don. Don. Show so I have to say up here at the top of the show, it was brought to my attention what? that I may have thrown you under the bus a little bit on the last episode regarding your test, your upcoming test. Um, what's new is I the didn't question. I mean maybe yeah uh, how, did, how did you throw me under the bus I've already forgotten well I don't know my, my mind's blank but uh, uh, Ted a uh, uh, student one of our listeners uh, seemed to think that I threw you under the bus so yeah uh, if well that you do that to case, everyone so it's not personal uh, I, I do apologize thank you for the on air apology I but mostly that. because you it's did so well on the test that then I would feel bad if see, I had said something. See, Josh thought you were going to do kind of shitty on the test, <laughs> right. so that was an appropriate thing to say. But now that you did so well, that's it right. feels, feels a little bad. That's right. I really showed you, didn't I? <laughs> it's hilarious to me because literally all, like off air, like every time we would get together, I'd be like, Josh, I don't know about this. He'd be like, you're going you're gonna to do great. Right, you're right, going to do right, fine. Right. Like, like him being like, you're going to be, you're gonna, it's not even a problem. Now you're, you're ruining fine. everything for everyone. I'm ruining your persona. Yes. Your tough guy, mean That's persona. Right. Everyone's like, what? He's a punk rocker. Who is this guy that they. He gargles with know. glass. Does <laughs> <laughs> anyone it, gargle anymore? That was a thing. Oh, People I gargle. Love to gar- you yeah, literally gargle, though. I mean, wash your mouth out. Yes, yeah, but no, I go. Really? Shit, I haven't gargled I like it. in. It's, I feel since like the it's 80s. the only way to get, like, really to the back of the, the throat mm. to really kind of get. Well, you get gargle what's... for. <laughs> huh? Why? Why do you gargle? Uh, to, to get, get my, my mouth clean. The back of the throat. The back of the throat. The back of the throat. That's what you got back there. I don't know. All sorts of stuff. (laughs) No. I think the only time I ever gargled was like, you know, like you get like um like a canker sore or something and you know, gargle with salt warm salt water. Yeah. Oh yeah, my grandma, that was that. That was my parents, yeah. Do do that. Depending on where it is, I feel like the gargle only works at for a certain spot. Otherwise you're swishing. Yeah, it was swishing. Swishing is the Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Why are we talking about this? It's important. It's important. I mean it goes right out there. The IQ so, community. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, really important. So, uh, for this episode, I uh, had suggested last week that we just open it up and let you uh, talk about your experience taking Shodan Tech. So, Josh and I are going to go ahead and uh, probably gonna leave dip, now and just let Maya just turn off your microphone. And my, my just this is, this my is her hour. Please don't. <laughs> I sort of feel like, but I mean. Um, you know, obviously we'll chime in. Yeah, please. But uh I think it would be interesting for people to kinda I think we've actually done this before with you, uh, you know, because me and Chris don't really do testing anymore, but it's because we're old. Um useless. But yeah, I just it, it, the whole uh the whole process, I'd be interested in knowing your thoughts and then how you did and, and uh if there is anything from the test that you sort of that remember, like, are there moments, flashes that still sort of haunt you? <laughs> <laughs> Anything like that? Yeah. Um... Well, so first, let's start with the first the the first thing, which is, uh, in terms of the the journey. It's been it's been a it's been a long it's been a long journey. Yeah. It's been really long. Yeah, I think. I mean. It's been 16 years, so, um, and I mean, because a black belt is something that people ask you about pretty much from day one, mm-hmm. like, you know, no matter what age people are, they're like, oh, oh, are you black belt? Mm. It's because everyone, everyone knows that about martial arts. Right. Yeah. So, like, that's a question that I've, belts. I'm sure all of us have faced since we started training. So, for me, that's been a, a long, a long time thing. And so, it's been something I've been looking forward to for a really, really long time. And um, it, it's as it's come closer and closer, I I don't know. I think COVID kind of made it weird a little bit because yeah. I think prior to COVID, I was I felt like I was on a really good track, you mm-hmm. know, like I had tested, you know, third Q, second Q, first Q within 
each within like a year or two of each other. And mm-hmm. so it felt like I was, you know, rolling quite nicely towards the, the black belt. M- most of our regular listeners know this, but, you know, out of the 16 years, you know, a lot of that time for Maya was like being a kid, uh, parents taking her to class right. and right. fun yeah. and so stuff, there was, but there not was, really. And, and also uh, four different, four different school, three different school, two different, uh, a bunch of different instructors. Yeah. So forth. Yeah. That's what your mom told me anyway. <laughs> Right, yeah, my mom taught, she chat you up after oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. after a class, sure. yeah, the test, yeah, sure. yeah, no, so yeah, uh, three different schools and instructors before I left town to go to college, and then another in college, and then I returned to Chris after coming back. Um, Boy, so what what a return it was! What a return it was! No, um, so yeah, so I mean that was I think. So you didn't get serious, serious about Aikido until probably about 2016 or so? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was always something I think I felt self-conscious about because, like, at first I was just a kid, so whatever. But then, like, by the time high school came around, I kind of, especially as you took over the dojo and and I, you know, it was the latter half of high school for me. Um, that was something I was like, oh, this is like, I could actually be serious about this kind of Aikido because mm-hmm. it, there was, I felt like more substance to what we were doing and I could, you know, you tested me for fifth Q and I, I, I felt like, oh, there's like a lot of material here, you know, mm-hmm. there's stuff to, to do and to learn. And I, I found it intimidating, but sort of exciting, but also I was in high school and not really, not really super, yeah. this was not there's, my first There's cars hobby. and boys and all kinds of right. things happening. Yeah. Yeah. Way more interesting Did you say shit. cars? Yeah, cars. cars. You know, like, well, by that I just mean my like the freedom love, of like, I mean, I don't <laughs> literally mean, but like, to me, I think of high school and cars and not necessarily that anyone gives a shit right, about cars, but, but it, cars mean you can go places you right. can get where so you, you can yeah. go do stuff like ditch class or whatever. Right. I mean, not that Maya ever did that. Yeah, I was but. not a class ditcher <laughs> type. Um, Maya's like buses and bus routes and... <laughs> no yeah um yeah and then like again college was like a totally different style of aikido for me that that that, that was what was around my school and so i just did what was available and again it wasn't my like first hobby or my my most important hobby so it wasn't really something that i was putting a whole lot of energy into other than just to have a thing to do mondays and wednesday nights and you know to have you know, habit every <laughs> trimester or quarter or whatever we called it and, you know, have some dinner, hang out with some people. And that was about it. Uh, so coming back, it was like, oh, this is now actually the thing that I'm most interested in once I returned to Fresno to to do this. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I don't know if that's even really interesting or relevant information. No, I, think but... I think it's interesting from the perspective. And, and I think, you know, probably a lot of our listeners actually are, are, are very familiar with this because I would... I would venture guess that a lot of them have a similar kind of story where it's like, you know, not everyone gets in martial arts to like set it on fire and get their black belt right. and open a school and whatever. Um, a lot like of people. Route. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, you know, I, I was, yeah, I was right on track, tear through it. But like, I think a lot of people get involved in martial arts and it's like, yeah, fucking around with this for five or six years. I'm like, it's fun. And like, I don't really care. And then maybe they go through some periods for a few years where it's like, I'm serious. I really want to get good at this. And then maybe they have some kids or something. And then it's like, well, it slows down. You know, I think this is a very normal. And I, I, I don't think we talk about this path that's very normal that you're kind of describing now. Right. Well, and if we look at it, we have a lot of students who are on sort of those similar paths who have been uh, at the – so we have uh, students who are sort of the normal and just all the time and they're there and, you know. But then we have other students who have been there for a long time and are studying at a different uh, pace. Um, and so they'll show up for class. They'll show up like for a seminar, the seminar that we did, or they'll show up for different things. And it might, they won't show up for everything, but they'll show up and maybe they'll show up consistently for a run of a year or two years and really kind of push. And then they take a break for a while and then they come back and they're still uh, like a part of the community and everything, but they're just on a, a, a different sort of thing. And I think that's, you know, nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's, and life certainly kind of comes and goes well, you know? sure, <laughs> and i think you People know what you're saying with lives the, change the pandemic i mean so that's like something that affected everyone but i think on a smaller scale things like that happen to everyone all the time right so it's really unusual i think for anyone to be able to to do it for 
consistently over a long period of time without breaks for, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I definitely felt like after my first Q test uh, a couple years ago, whatever that was, like end of 2019, I was like, yeah, that felt awesome. That felt so, you know, exciting. Like I felt sort of, and I had studied a bunch going up to it. So I felt like really very um, full of Aikido, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then the pandemic happened not long after that. And so I, I really feel like the past couple of years, they're just, one, hasn't been much class to go to. And two, like, not, like, a lot of energy from myself. Like, it, it the ball was slow to get rolling, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. What's interesting, though, I feel like that's all, uh, the uh, like, uh, f- the physical part of it. Because I think if you thought, if we really sat down and went through it, you probably had more uh, sort of, uh, you were probably fuller into Aikido in the last two years than you've ever been. Because every week yeah. you're, we're doing this, right. uh, which is yeah. kind of an in-depth thing that forces us to think about it. Uh, several times a week, you do, you know, we were doing videos and putting together mm-hmm. videos. You're That's true. Uh, talking with Chris and and you know reading stuff that he's written, and you know Chris also is like at a place now where really flushing out uh, the the approach and really being able to to say it and talk about it in a in a really like uh consistent concise manner and that that wasn't the case necessarily in 2019 (laughs) right and so Mm -hmm. while you may not have had the sort of physical things i i think mentally and like from the whatever theoretical theoretical perspective you're like light speed ahead like way farther ahead than you were then for sure and probably you know way farther ahead than I was at that time or you know me or Chris or or anyone probably you know in terms of uh because it just the the content just didn't exist uh in the way that it does before that so um yeah I mean I think everything while the pandemic definitely put a made things kind of weird might might have made things feel weird I think it was a good confluence of events um, because then when we came back from it, then you really had a awesome, like ground base work to come from and all the other stuff just made sense as you're putting it together physically, you know? Right. I mean, I think the difficult part for me that, so as I started going, like as Chris and I set a date, Hey, here's when we're going to do the test. And so I knew I had a time, something to work towards. Like it was really a weird experience because like you're saying, I do feel like I've gotten a better grasp of the, the theoretical understanding of chris's approach better than i've ever had and also josh and i have been training had been training for at least a year during the pandemic just just he and i like doing other shit you know not like necessarily aikido stuff but sorting sorting whatever sorting 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 and sorting sorting and you know and like grappling and stuff and so i feel like in that way i had become a much better martial artist over this last year because of you know expanding that part of myself and so those two you competed in a yeah i did a brazilian jiu-jitsu tournament like so like i had those things i feel like i'd gotten much stronger in but yet at the same time, I'm preparing for this test that is about uh, being able to perform like traditional Aikido, you know, like the, the forms and that's stuff that I really hadn't touched in a really long time. And so in some ways, it's like I'm feeling better than ever about myself in terms of martial arts and, you know, Aikido theory, but not what was going to be on my test. Mm-hmm. So it was a really interesting thing to go like, in some ways, I feel like I'm a black belt already in terms of understanding but at the same time, can I do it? Can I, you know, mm-hmm. can I remember all the forms? And can I, you know, does my Giowaza look like Giowaza, you know? So that was kind of daunting for me. And the, the other thing uh, that I thought was interesting is something you said the other day, and I'm laughing, it's not funny, uh, but uh, about, you know, because of the pandemic, the pandemic has taken a lot of uh, uh, mental energy from people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like a lot. And in some cases, all of it. And so, like, how do you then give mental energy to something else, like preparing for a test, when some days it's all you can do just to get through the day with all this other stuff happening? And so 
that had to have made getting the prep work part of it difficult where it's like some days it's like yeah i just but i just don't i don't care like i know i need to i need to care i need to care and i need to get prepped on this but like there are more important things happening right now you know yeah i mean i think that was one of the biggest challenges coming up to this test for me personally was like how do i balance my mental health because i've always been a very like I don't know, uh, worry wart when it comes to like school and tests and, and that, you know, Aikido has been no exception. And so consistently before, you know, before my third Q test, before my second, my first, like I would go through this dip of like, which I think is good. Like it, it forces me to learn stuff, but like this feeling of like, you know, before I do the material, I'm like, I think I'll be okay. And as I start looking at the material and digging in, digging in, I realize how little I know or where my weak spots are. And then I go, oh, holy shit, I'm, uh, this sucks. I'm going to fail. Like, you know, and I go through this spiral of, of shit and it motivates me to train and to get better and to be prepared and, and not fail. But at the same time, it's like a, you know, fucking month long process going up to the test of feeling like, Every minute, like, I should be studying. Ah, holy shit, I'm going to suck, you know, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that that's a cycle that I go through <laughs> coming up to this test, I was like, I just don't have the mental energy to spiral like that for a month before this because I've got other shit going and on. And did you? Not really. So that's a win. I, well, yeah, it, <laughs> like... it was. I, I told Chris this the other day, like, I didn't, I didn't spiral. Right. And I still passed and I did mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, you know, in that area, especially it was a win in terms of not, not giving my entirety of myself to it, but still being able to, to have self-confidence and trust myself that, that it was going to be okay. And, you know, still prepare and still notice my weak spots without, I I know I was telling Chris this, like, it's hard for me to notice my weak areas without going, that means I suck, Mm -hmm. you know? It will never get better. I will never get better. I (laughs) I suck, right? No one else has this affliction. Right. Right, Everybody else is better at this than me, and I'm never going to get better. What's so weird? Everyone knows that I have imposter syndrome. What's so weird about that thing also is, like, a lot of times, I've noticed this with music, where, um, you know, you can't do a certain thing, or you think you suck, and whatever. But if you keep doing it, eventually uh, you will just be able to do it at some point. Um, and it's weird because you don't get that elation of like, ooh, I figured it out. Because a lot of times it, it doesn't appear like that. You know, mm-hmm. you just are able to do it and you do it, right? And so there's no like grand revelation. Right. And sometimes that's kind of a letdown because sometimes you want to be like, oh, I figured out this thing. But it doesn't always work that way, you know? And that's definitely how I felt on this one, where, like, the last couple of tests, I had some big breakthroughs, like, theoretically with Aikido, where I was, like, I've made some big connections where, like, oh, here's how the techniques fit together. Here's how I make it all make sense for myself. And this time around, rather than it feeling like it was simplified, it felt more complicated. It felt like because I'm really being asked to display the whole system, you know, every kind of training method, every, you know, every form, whatever, at, at the drop of a hat, it really felt like, yeah, I understand how it all goes together. And yeah, I understand that, you know, ekios are all ekios, you know, that they're not different things. At the same time, I feel like there's so many different ways that we show Aikido, you know, there's so many different versions of Giyawaza. There's so many different, you know, Rondori is fucking terrifying, you know, uh, Kaishiwaza and, you know, Conran and like, there's just so many things. And so I was just like, how do I prepare in the way that I truly want to prepare for shit that's, you can't really prepare for. You just do it in the moment, you know? So that was really fucking daunting. Yeah. And I think going up to it, I just had to, the lap, like the, the week before my test, I just had to go like, well, I'm I'm going to just practice it to the best of my ability and then just go in there and do what I can do. And it's going to have to be okay. <laughs> Yeah. And it was, I mean. That feeling you're describing, like, that's one that, that burns me up a lot, which is, is like, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure I know how to do this, but will I do it that day? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like, and that's a, yeah. that's a hard thing. And that's got to be what, you know, like, you know, performance-based athletes always do, you know, like gymnasts and stuff. You know, it's like, you know, I can do my 
back double tuck or whatever shit they're doing. Um, but can I do it that day at the tournament in front of these people to prove that I can do it and look yeah. nice? And, you know, and, and that's that's something that's like there's luck involved in that, you know, and so it, it kind of totally is kind of yeah. kind of bothers I was, you. There's uh, no way around that. Uh, listening to a uh, figure skater uh, Olympics are happening, uh, talking about the last race uh, before the Olympics. Um, she was number one figure skater or number one speed skater or whatever she was, you know, in, in the world. Uh, and uh, they were doing the the trials, you know, American trials. And she slipped oh, fuck. and missed the cutoff for going to the thing by like a tenth of a second. Mm. Oh, my God. Right. And she ended up being able to go because someone gave a spot and then something else happened, whatever. So it, it, it all worked out great. But just that idea of. The competition also is at such a, a high level at that point that it's like it comes down to tenths of seconds. And if you slip, not even fall, <laughs> slip like that, you know, you may not end up doing this thing, you know. So and I think yeah, like a, I, I was trying to reassure myself, you know, and I, I did talk with Chris a little bit about this, that like he's asking me to take a test, which means that he thinks that I'm ready for this test. And you know, trying to bolster myself and remind myself that he wouldn't ask me to take the test if he didn't think that I was ready. That's right. Right. He's and, not setting you up to fail. Right. right. And so I kept, you know, reminding myself of that, but at the same time feeling like this is my my black belt test, which means I really want to invite my friends and family. And I really want, you know, I want the dojo to be there. I want to, you know, have this experience. But at the same time, I want nothing more than just to have nobody be there and have the least amount of pressure possible. And, you know, because that, even though I know my friends and family can't really tell if I fuck up or not, cause they have no idea. Like I put pressure on myself when they're there and I really want to do the best I can do. And obviously I don't want to fail in front of them either. And so there's just like, yeah, but, but what if, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, anyway, like, I was playing these games a lot in my head before before the test of like, it's going to be fine. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, no, no. No, it's going to be okay. <laughs> so on and so forth. So, um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's really how I was feeling right up to the test, basically. Um, and then doing it was a, a fucking blur. <laughs> right. That's why I was asking <laughs> if there was anything that you remember that stood out, because I, I sort of feel like that's the case. You know, a lot of times it's just like, oh, I did a bunch of stuff. Who knows? You know? Yeah. I mean, it's funny because, again, I feel I feel like I had that experience in past tests where it was like, what even happened? But this one, the most so ever, I feel like of mm. all the tests that I've taken, it felt like I. Well, there's video. So you can right. watch it back <laughs> if you want. I don't know if I want to. Um but give it about five years. Yeah. Or so. that, and then yeah. I'll go and I'll be like, okay, it's not so bad. Um, or you'll go. Or I'll go. Uh, yeah. I look at my black belt test like, oh, Jesus, that kid. Yeah. He needed some more work. Uh, I'm glad that uh, I don't believe, correct me if I'm wrong, that there's any uh, evidence of a test that I've taken. The test that I don't think belt. I don't think it got recorded. Yeah. There you go. See, so it was perfect in every way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I ended up being in the right headspace that I needed to be in. Because that was the other thing is I was nervous that, like, I know some part of me can do this. I'm, I'm pretty sure because I've gotten in that headspace before. But what if I don't get in? Like, what if I can't get into the right mind space, right, you know? Right, right, right. Where, right. like, something hits me wrong and I'm, I'm too anxious. Because I've had that happen before with, like, performances and stuff where generally I'm fine. But then one time it just hits wrong and I, I feel all fucking weird about it. Yeah. And so I was really scared that that was going to happen, you know, um, but it didn't. And and, it, you know, it really just felt like everything that you asked me, I was just like, that's the only thing that exists right now is whatever you just asked me to do and I'm going to do it. And even if I made something happen weird in the, the thing before, that's gone. That's right. completely that's gone. And I'm, I'm glad that's how it was. And that's because... how it appeared. You know, I think there were only there were very few moments and they were like fleeting and uh, people who weren't really paying attention probably didn't see it. But only a few moments where I saw where it was like something happened that you sort of went, uh. <laughs> but then it was just quickly, it was back, back on track. You know, it wasn't anything that lasted even more than probably a few seconds, you know? So, um, and there were very few of those. Most everything, every, most of everything seemed really just, you know, controlled, 
totally like you knew what you were doing or, you know, if not faking it uh, until, you know, so yeah, I felt like everything was really solid. Yeah. My friends did ask me, uh, they were like, they were like, uh, does Josh always fall like that? Like always do stuff like that. <laughs> and I was like, well, like, what do you mean? And they're like, you know, just like the, like the big slapping and the, you know, uh whatever and I, and I was like well yeah. I mean that is the Aikido thing like that is what that that's the you know the big ukemi is yeah. like part of the the show and I was like but to be fair I think Josh was putting it on maybe they a little thicker they didn't believe that was you throwing no. me all over the place no 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 they could tell that you were really putting so, putting some some style on I mean, it I, I didn't do my job very well I guess no you did you did <laughs> no it's supposed to look like you're the awesome <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm just falling man yeah, <laughs> nothing. This it's a digression, but uh, talking about that, and we've talked about this in a bunch of podcasts. But I just I saw a clip of Aikido guy today, and uh-huh. there's this real out of shape looking sensei guy, and this real athletic dude came in, and the sensei guy kind of did some shitty shit, and then the um the okay flew all over the place, looked awesome, and uh, and I was like, how come that uh, the athletic guy's getting all the credit for that real athletic yeah. guy's work? Like, <laughs> well, it's so funny. Right. I saw uh, Steven Seagal. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Steven Seagal lately. Um, he's put on some weight. Nah. Yeah. What? Come on. In the but his hair still got a luxurious head of hair, right? Yeah, he does. Actually. Oh, good. Uh, and it tan, doesn't tan help. Looking. It doesn't help that like uh, he always has like a towel. So he has his <laughs> towel also stuffed in his gi. So his gi is very stuffed. Anyway, uh, but. Uh, He's doing all this stuff, and this dude is just flying around, you know? And it's the same sort of thing where it's like, that is obviously one of these people is is a much uh, higher level of martial artist at this point. Uh, and I'm not sure most people would recognize which one that is. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So. You don't remember any? No, I don't remember. No. no, I mean, I, I, I definitely remember though. Like, it wasn't like I blacked out. Like, you woke up. I, I woke up. She kept up saying, she told me this like a bunch of times. Like, what happened so fast? I can't believe it. Well, I remember the whole thing, but it happened so fast, I can't believe it. Happened well, it's so? like so. I usually experience my own consciousness as there's a kind of meta uh, commentary going in my head all like the a time. Ticker, ticker tape. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. My brain never stops. Um. But it did on the test. Like, I, I, I don't mean that, like, my conscious thought was still there. I was watching the whole thing. But there were very few moments where I was making comments about what was happening in my head, which is very unusual for me. Um, there definitely were. I mean, I could probably write she them down. Finally as, achieved Mushin. I, I, I know. Say, That's also a win. What you're <laughs> right. talking about is, it is a win. It is a win, yes. A hundred percent a win for me. But it's just Wind really weird because it's not how I experience life. Like mm-hmm. it's it was very irregular for me. Um, but it was exactly what I needed because I, I think otherwise there would have been too much shit going on inside of me. Um, but that being said, I, I mean, I remember like um, – you know, having fleeting thoughts about like, oh, look, my, my friends came in late. I saw them, you know, or I, I observed someone else standing by the door. So like I saw things happen. I heard, you know, Chris grab the belt out of his little crinkly thing. And I I, I didn't want to make any assumptions about what that meant. Crinkly thing. The little crinkly paper that it was yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I I was like, I heard a little crinkle and I was like, don't think about it. Just, just keep going. And and that was it, you know. Um, he could have just been getting it out to show you what you yeah. what I missed. This is what you missed out on. Yeah, who knows? Uh, that's But I mean, like, I, I just didn't want to even go for there. someone else. <laughs> um, Black belt had you passed. God, that would be horrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I remember feeling Thing like. for you to do. Uh, so, so Chris had me do some, like, you know spontaneous ukemi for for josh so josh was doing techniques and i was taking high falls and whatnot um and i remember feeling like gah i wish i had more creativity within me or more like openness huh it's funny i felt the same way i knew you did let me just do this thing again yeah uh, let me do yeah, yeah. i really felt like uh, i wish that i could have provided more, a more open better ukemi to provide like you know, a, more more types of high falls and stuff. And I definitely didn't feel like I was in that headspace to really, like, attack in such a way that created openings for mm-hmm. that. And the same thing for the Giawaza. I felt like that was, I think, the, the, the thing that I felt most sad about or most, like, I don't know, 
like I beat myself up the most for was just that I felt like there wasn't a lot of like creativity or like open space for stuff to happen. I felt like a lot of it was just like whatever my my normal sort of basic response to stuff was is what I did, you know, and there mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of like, you know, with the Giuwaza, like, you know, he said, show me a bunch of techniques. And so it's like, you know, I did a lot of Kota Geishas. I did a lot of um, Sankyos, I, you know, Sumiotoshis. And that was, you know, most of it where up to the the test, I was like really trying to work on like finding. Yeah, you want to o- yeah. you know, open it up, you know, really like give a nice variety. And I felt like I was getting there in, in, the, in practicing, but on the test that that shit didn't show up and i felt like damn i knew i could have done like i could have done better um but at the same time i understand why i wasn't able to 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 have the space for that because it's just you know i wasn't in that headspace i wasn't in an open creative you know relaxed headspace um but you know i don't know that's the shit that i feel the most like damn i would have i feel like i could have demonstrated more you know um and then other like little shit, you know, stuff here and there on like forms where it's like, ugh, that was not perfect mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. But, you know, half of that was like, you know, I had various different people taking ukemi for me. Right, and so right. it was like there was a lot of variability with, you know, ukes and stuff. I remember when we were in the band and we were first started playing like kind of. I mean, because played in a, a lot. Just, uh, yeah, in yeah, a band, band, back, in band, band. band. back in the day. High school. And uh, look it up. <laughs> And uh, uh, anyway, so I used to in when we first started performing all the time, I would keep note of every mistake I made, you know, like, oh, I missed (laughs) a note there. Oh, I did this there. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And as we continued to play, I noticed that I I always fucked up like, I, you know, every, you know, I never had like a flawless Mm -hmm. performance, you know. And then I also realized that it wasn't about that at all. Right. No one noticed all these yep. mistakes I made. And so by me wasting my mental energy on like mistakes I made, it's like, well, I would rather do that give to performance, right, which people right. do notice in right. performance, you know? Right. That's so funny. I was going to say like, man, if if I had done that, uh, I mean, it, it just like, the, like, because I, I sort of feel like I felt, especially in early days, it was just like all fuck ups, mm-hmm. you know, like it was just like. I, like the whole thing was that, but I still people loved it, and I still felt like I did a good job, even though like I don't know, probably flubbed half of the words or whatever mm-hmm. it was, you know. But it, but, but that's fine mm-hmm. because, like you're saying, it's like no one noticed, no one else knows the songs uh, necessarily, and so, um, and so I had that feeling a lot of times, like oh, man, I still to this day actually when I perform a lot of times I get I have that feeling of like. That was a really crappy performance, even though I know like people dug it. And as long as I give like a hundred percent to the the performance or the thing, the 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 technical side of it, I'm kind of like, eh, what a, you know? Yeah. And so I mean, I think you know, same thing for your test, you know, like like you know, and and I think you did the right thing by not. You know, you didn't start off talking today with, well, first I fucked up my ikkyo by being three <laughs> right, degrees right. to the left right, instead right. of, you know, like you didn't start off with that. Like, and, and you basically said, you know, like I, I spent very little conscious effort worrying about extra stuff. And that's where you should be. You know, you're just doing what you're doing. You know, like yeah. every tournament I've ever fought in, everything I've ever done like that, it's like, I don't really know exactly what I did. And when people, come back you know ask later like oh what did you do you know it's like, i don't know, I don't I know yeah it wasn't wasting time thinking about what i'm doing yeah. you know i was very happy that like because i tend to be very like detail oriented and like let me get hit every single piece of this this form correctly and and in the like week leading up i was like dude <laughs> i've studied for enough things and I've, I've i've learned enough things to realize that whatever cramming you do at the very last minute doesn't really make like the uh, in terms of little details especially with something physical like it's not going to make that big a difference because you're just going to end up doing you're gonna do whatever it the way you've done it a right. many times before yeah right and so from like i stopped kind of like i i was like dude you're not going to get these little pieces can you just you know can you stay present can you keep your eyes open you know mm-hmm. can you keep moving <laughs> yeah you know like and so that was shit i was trying to remind myself before of just like you know have have good zanshin you know have good you know masubi like pay attention be present keep moving like stand up straight like shit like that you know and right. i 
in terms of that, I think I did as, as best I could, you know. Um, and it was nice to hear, you know, uh, one of the other students' moms. I came over and was talking to her, and, and, and she said, she's like, um, it looks so flowy. Like, I loved, like, and she's a dancer, too. So she's like, it just, it looks so, like, like I loved the flow. I loved watching it. And, and that meant a lot to me because mm-hmm. that was, I mean, that is a lot of what I was trying to show. In, in Should look effortless in, for a black belt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> especially in the GWAS and stuff. Like, that's the whole point of it is right. to, to be, you know, flowy and relaxed, effortless looking. And so I was very appreciative to hear that. Um, but I don't know, especially from like all the stuff from my friends and family was just like, wow, you're so tough. Wow. You know, like nothing that I could really latch on to, you know, I mean, it's very just like, good job. We're so proud of you. Good job. Yeah. You know, um, you exercise, you exercise. Yeah. Obviously. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> you're in such good shape. Like, I can't believe you did that whole thing with a mask on. How'd you breathe? Like, right. 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 Um, so Yeah. I don't know. And then I think afterwards I, and now I kind of feel like it's this weird thing where like I, I looked forward to it my, my whole life, you know, or not my whole life, but you know, a, a fair amount of yeah. my life. Um, and now it's just kind of like, all right, back to training. Yes. You know? <laughs> Yesterday she's like, after her first class uh, as a black belt, she said, yeah, being a black belt is really weird. And I was like, oh, how so? And she thought, well, it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. Just do the same, yeah. the same stuff. Yeah. You got a prettier top on, but other than that, yeah, <laughs> look, you look better. I look, uh, yeah. And that's about. I look it. fly in my right. indigo top, but you get to move. I mean, for you, it didn't. The way that our uh, school is situated right now, you didn't even get to move rank, really. You know, nope. really. So I sit in the same sit place, in the same spot. The little kids didn't even notice. Uh, didn't even notice. Yeah. Chris goes. He asks our. Uh, four to six year olds and uh like so did anything change from last time we had class and then i didn't say anything and he's like does sensei maya look different and the one (laughs) one kid goes her hands are in her lap (laughs) (laughs) she nailed right in on that i got got you on that one and i'm like literally wearing a different colored guitar right 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 kids they aren't I love that. the most observant. But then, but then when Sensei was like, oh my, I got her black belt, blah, blah, blah. He's like, you know, congratulate her. You know, they're four to six year olds. So they, we get off the mat and she runs over to her dad and's like, my, got her black belt. She didn't say one word to me, like, which I'm not offended by because she's, you know, whatever, six years old. Like, that's not how they roll. But I thought it was so funny that she was like, had good news to spread. Had to right. tell, yeah, got had to to tell everybody. Out there. <laughs> right. Um, but anyway, I don't know. I, it's, um i'm happy i'm I'm really i'm delighted that i and i'm delighted that it's over also yeah. <laughs> the, the test is out yeah. of the way yeah. that, that was my favorite thing about my black belt test <laughs> that it was <laughs> it's, done it's over now yeah. yes uh i feel like and, and chris can correct me if i'm wrong uh continuing on the i don't know if i talked about this on the podcast before mm-hmm. or not but um what I appreciated about the test and about the whole process to it is I feel like the entire knowledge level of the the, the knowledge level for the entire dojo kicked up a, a whole level, right? So not only Maya making the progress, but just in terms of, of her preparing and then everyone else sort of being around for that, um, including myself, like everything got taken up one full notch for everyone i feel like mm-hmm. um which is really awesome and i think that's the way that it should be right like every time you promote a, a, another person to that level it should kick up the 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 whole school the whole knowledge base right. and, and so and again you know continuing with that sort of tradition of like our our this black belt was better than our last black belt was better than the last black belt at that level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, where you're coming at it now is way higher than, you know, the last black belt we, that, that we had is way higher than the one and way higher than where I was, you know? Yeah. And so I think to me, that's, that's the most, uh, impressive thing for, uh, for you as it's the student seeing. And then also for, uh, Chris as the instructor that you're able to, We've been able to create this thing that that does layer like that, 
Um, and I don't know if if all school, I mean, maybe all schools experience this, um, but maybe they don't. I don't know. Yeah, I think it, it depends, you know. I mean, so, like, I don't have many black belts. I have five black belts. Um, and so, like, every time a new black belt appears, it, it is a big deal because it's, like, some people have never been around for the process of getting someone ready for their black belt. So they get to see what, you know, all the training that goes into that and all the thought and the stress that the person goes through and the big test and the, um, you know, congratulations after, and then the change in attitude. Cause pretty consistently there's a change in attitude after someone gets their black belt test. So, you know, that's new they to a lot of people. You know? and... <laughs> what is, I'm actually curious. Like what, what, it, what do you notice? What do you mean? In a change in attitude. You become more confident. Yeah, pretty, I look forward to that. Pretty consistently, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's already happened. Yeah, yeah. No. I, I no, think I, come I, out of the you thing. might not perceive it, but <laughs> everyone else will. Um, yeah, but uh, uh, all that stuff, you know. And so I think it's it's it is a big deal. Whereas if you're in a school where there's a million black belts coming out, you know, every year there's I don't know ten new black right, belts. Right, it's right. probably not quite right. the same. Um, when I got my black belt, I was kind of in a rush of because my teacher was leaving and uh, there was a push to get all the people who um, were in that area up to black belt, mm-hmm. you know. And so uh, it was a real fun time um, because, you know, uh, there was always someone getting ready for a black belt mm-hmm. test. So it was that kind of constant like bang, 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 bang. Yeah. We're always getting ready, you know. How many people did you test with? For your black belt? By myself. By I yourself. guess by myself. Oh, okay. But, I mean, it's just, you know, so I don't know the year that I got my black belt. I bet um, at least six people got their black belt that oh, I can wow. think of offhand. But there, there might be a couple in there that I'm missing. Um, so it was just, like, you know, like constantly, like, this person's getting ready, this person's getting ready, this person's getting ready. And then we're all trying to one-up each other. And you know what I mean? for a so, run of however many years. Yeah. Yeah, probably about two years. Yeah. Pretty good. Dang. Pretty good run <laughs> for about two years. Yeah. Um. I, I have to say, I, I, I told this to Chris yesterday, I got used to everything being about me. Um, now, now it's going to be sad. Last night's class yeah. wasn't now about like, her. Oh, I got to learn this yahoo crap now. I know. I'm like, I already learned this. What's what's this? I already learned this. I already learned this. <laughs> I already learned this. You want me doing this stuff again? Yeah. It was, I mean, it was Get really nice. Get used to that. I know. Josh is like, welcome to my world. No, what, <laughs> what's inter- what I always find interesting is um, that... The, there's always like I'm always getting new stuff from that all the time. For like, sure, all all the time. It's dumb. Even I think even last night and whatever we were doing, there was a bunch of times I was like, oh, okay, I see what's happening here, um, in kind of a new way, you know. So yeah, yeah, it it was. I mean, I don't want to downplay how how nice it was to get to focus on my material because it's true. As I've gone yeah. up the ranks more and more, I notice less and less that it's, you know. The focus is, you know, on me because it's it's my job now to to focus on my training. And so it's less about like we need to do my stuff in class. Now it's just go study that on your own time, right, you know. Right. And I think now most of all, um, but it was nice to have one more last, you know, little piece of that of getting to like ask, hey, can we can we work on Jujinage in class? Right. Can we work on, you know, Koshinage, you know? Right. Um, it was nice to get to like tune tune all that stuff up for sure. Um, I mean, that all being said, I feel like there's still so like I brought my little the last grouping of techniques that I didn't feel so great about up a notch to where I feel like everything is around the same zone of like how good I am at them. But I still feel like there's so much shit that like I could get so much better at. I mean, you're, you're going to feel like that forever. And, yeah. you know, as you transition more into teaching classes, you can make your classes about that, you know? So like, I mean, right. I definitely can remember periods where I'm like, uh, my Jujinage is not good. Mm-hmm. And so we, we really explore it. And I do yeah, a lot yeah, of work yeah. on my own. And then I bring that new work to class and then we work on it in class and then I let everyone destroy it. And then I figure it out again. So it can be better next time, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's so I feel like where it's all going for me now is like, getting to help other people you know i mean we've got more tests coming so especially right now you know getting to to get other people prepared for their tests and answer their questions and you know um have to be you know just casually being tested all the time because people are asking me stuff or you know needing help on stuff and so getting to to be there for them and you know have have the answers is fun and hard right (laughs) right 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 I feel like you probably, you know, I feel like I get humbled all the time where I'm doing something and it's just like, oh, that was 
That was that was yesterday too. We were doing some like multiple attacker stuff, and I just kept doing stupid stuff, and uh, just kept being like, "What? What is going on?" So that uh, yeah, that's I think a forever forever problem. Yeah, but that's I mean that's that's what training is. Yeah, getting getting humbled all the time. Yeah, man, it's good. (laughs) Yeah, and I feel like you know that becomes you know uh, for me anyways like less and less do I worry about how well I do things. And in fact, a lot of times I'm surprised how well I do things. Like, oh, look, I did that pretty good. Right, right. Um, but it's like, you know, can I transmit that to someone else? Right. And like, if someone else can do it well that I've showed how to do it, then it's like, oh, that's that's really right. awesome. You right. know, that's great. And in some ways better, you know. Yeah, Especially sure. at this point, because it's like, we're getting up there in years. You guys are. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, and so it's like, we, we got to be... We got to be transmitting it down now, you know. So. Yeah. Uh, what what what's our time? Forty six minutes. We could. Uh, what uh, is there? Is there best moment? Best moment. Worst moment. Uh, well, <laughs> this best moment was when we were doing the uh, little Rondori with the sword. Uh, with we got like foam foam, foam, foam sword. sword. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, um, it was three attackers, and uh, it, Chris was just like, "If you hit them, if they feel like you, if they feel like you hit them with a fatal blow, then mm-hmm. they're done." Yeah. And uh, there was one person left, and and just, <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was that was the greatest. That really was awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I I smacked him in the like across the face and body and like he just kind of crumpled and like fell backward and it was very dramatic in in this hilarious way and the like that the crowd kind of went like went wild well because (laughs) the best thing about that was there were three people and they came at you quick and you quickly just went pop pop and then you moved away and then the other guy was like left and he had to make a choice about like what he wanted to do with his life Uh, (laughs) (laughs) he was being kind of cagey kind of like uh, uh and you could tell that he was like, "Well, there's, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna get this, right?" So, but he did a good job of like, yeah, making it, yeah. So, so that was very okay. fun. Yeah, like, that was that, that. I had forgotten about that moment, but that was I do remember. People like, were like, "Oh." And... Um. So that was like that was a the the most fun moment and yeah. the moment where I kind of came out of it for a second and I was like, "Oh yeah, and there's like, a bunch yeah. of people here and like we're having a good time." Um. Worst moment was uh. Whenever we were doing, I don't know if it was Rondori or Giwaza, but at some point I got I got knocked down and I fell, uh, yeah. and uh, it wasn't like a like super horrible moment, but I was definitely like ah shit, right? You really fell on your test, but you, you got knocked get, you down, you got back up and walked right back into it, so it was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny how that shit uh, stands out because um, uh, what happened was uh, you got caught somehow. Like it looked like. Maybe your hakama got trapped or your foot got trapped or something. You took a forward roll and you popped right back up and then you went back about your test. Yeah. I mean, it was really like a split second. Yeah. It was nothing. Yeah. And if if you got to fall, that's exactly what you should do. So. Yeah. I mean, it was like, you know, you did, you took some other people with you, I think. Right. Yeah. There was like a couple people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, it definitely wasn't like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't super traumatic or anything, but I did, like, the moment where I felt the worst during the test was that moment, because I was like, oh, shit. Right. And I guarantee it, the fall wasn't the moment. It was the moment right after the fall. No, it was the moment right before the fall, <laughs> oh. where you realize, ah, I'm fuck, going I down. got caught. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, I got true. caught, and then, so. Yeah. 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 But other than that, I mean, like, it it was all, like, pretty even for me. Like, my my subjective experience of the test felt very like kind of across the board i was sort of surprised how quickly we got through all the forms Mm -hmm. um i don't know why like i was so worried about the forms because i felt like we hadn't done them in a long time well also i I ran them a whole bunch like and it was really like you're used to normal chris testing where it's like show me this 17 times (laughs) right yeah and this time it was like oh it's good move on yeah and so th- so it it was just show it to me show it to me show it to me you know one, yeah one, yeah one, he one, it, one, so. it it felt it was so much more fast paced in the sense that he was just like just show me some yeah. ekos and, and then i just did, did whichever ekos yeah. i wanted to do and then that was it 
Um, and so that felt like that part of the test was over so quickly. And so my brain was kind of like, whoa, what the hell? Um, so that was kind of a, a weird, a weird little bit. Um, and then I was just tired by the end. Like mm-hmm. the, the last like geowaz or whatever, I was like really tired and like, just keep going. There was that moment. I think, um, I think it was my grandma who told me this today. We were having lunch and, and she was like, there was that moment where you were just, you know, like sitting down, like, and, and, you know, he, Chris had said, start whenever you're ready. And it was right before Rondori. And I just like, he, she, I think she was like, and you just sat there and you really just gathered yourself and you just sat there for quite a while. And I was like, yeah, I guess I remember that. Yeah. But like, I just, <laughs> I needed that minute and I wasn't <laughs> going to start until I was ready. And yeah, well, that's what it was for. Yeah. Um, and, and that was my dad. And he was like, I, I was really impressed that you, you took that time and that you didn't just jump right back into it right. because it would have been easy to just keep going. Well, and I think it paid off cause I, I want to say that was one against me. Like I, it was me and someone else. And I, and I feel like there was a, a, a lot, a, a whole, you know, long time you're taking your time. And I was like, Let, let's do it. Um, and then uh but as soon as you were up and ready it was like you were there and it was just perfect so you know i think it paid off for you in that um you didn't come back before you were ready so when you did come it was you were there you know right which made it very difficult yeah anyway for me (laughs) difficult uh all right well that was thanks for sharing all of that yeah Yeah. i hope it was interesting to listen to i don't know if it was it was interesting (laughs) For me, and I was there, so yeah, I would hope that other, you know, I think it would be interesting for other people. Yeah, yeah, and it's a you know universal kind of experience, and even for people who haven't tested for black belt, they they have other tests, and they you know probably so. Yeah, I don't I don't know how I mean it's probably just the kind of standard experience that probably most people have, um, but yeah, yeah. Just, you know, I want to say thank you to Josh and Ted, especially for the two of you being able to help me hold oh, the yeah. nights before my test. And um, and thanks to Chris for being my teacher yeah. for so long. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for being good. Student. This is claps all around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Claps for everyone. Super proud. I mean, yeah, I just, I feel like, um, especially in the last few years, you know, like the Chris's approach to this whole thing has very, has really coalesced and come together in a really good way um and he's been putting out some you know really interesting videos and 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 other stuff so to see that sort of translated into a person on a test uh, was i felt like was really awesome to see so yeah me too yeah yeah it's uh it's, it's funny being a teacher because like being a student and and uh doing things you can always kind of say, oh, I suck, so I need to work on this. I suck, I need to work on that. Um, But as a teacher, you can just hope that it's interesting and and they're excited enough about it that they keep working on it Mm -hmm. and getting better, you know? So, like, it's kind of out of your hands in a way. Right, you can't. And so... uh, There's only a... a, There's not... Only so much you can do. And so it's awesome when you get someone like Maya who wants to work on it, and it's like, oh, well, all right, let's work on it then. That sounds great. Let's open it up. Let's open this shit up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's what we did yeah, we'll yeah open we that did shit it. up and now it's just like yeah and i feel it i feel like it puts us uh, it puts us in a really good place as a school now like e- moving forward and seeing new you know new people as they're coming up and being able to really transmit this further because now we have you know there's a full sort of cadre of us who are uh, like in, at that same level, thinking about it in the same way, and so yeah. yeah. Uh, let's thank our patrons. Whom do whom? Whomst? Whomst do? Oh, oh, yeah, a couple things actually. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Well, well. So one, um, Scott Burns, um, who had the twelve oh, days yeah. of Aikido, actually sent he the sent us the whole 12... thing, and I had not looked at the Patreon in a long time, so. I didn't know. So so there there is that to talk about. He also um, put together a rather awesome uh, poem um, that uh, is to uh, Enter Sandman. Um, he changed the lyrics to Enter Sandman. Right, to be Enter Shodan. Yeah. And uh, 
fucking awesome. It's pretty great. Okay. It's pretty good. So maybe we'll get Josh to learn that. Yeah, and because then, uh, let me tell you, uh, you know, I can do a, a fairly good uh, James Hetfield, you know. That's Internite. <laughs> so, so we'll give okay. that to Josh yeah. and then, uh, yeah. But uh, but shout out so to fun. Scott Burns. Sorry, yeah. uh, we didn't see your 12 days of Aikido Christmas. What it was? Uh, Aikido yeah, what it, yeah. Aikido Christmas, whatever but, uh, it is. Uh, we need to do that one too because yeah. I feel like it's it's real good. Yeah, it is good. Book of Five Rings. Good. I was trying in my mind to think of like what's going to be the Five Rings because that you know five, oh, rings. five. How could I? It was so obvious and it didn't occur to me. Anyway, it's great. <laughs> Thank you so much to Jim Sullivan, William Glenn Hunt, Spain Abney, Logan Jet Certified Heinrichs, mm-hmm. Adam Nicholson, Matt Whalen, the Dirt Wasp Podcast, Chris Comouth. Congrats on the showdown, or sorry for the no don, but hopefully, <laughs> but hopefully, mo don to come. Mo don, mo don to come. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, I don't know what, but I'm dying dying to find out. Brad V, uh, Yero, same to you, Madrona, ampersand, uh, Brooke Ferragamo, commuting to work again, so finally caught up. Tips and topics to come, and I listen to the very end. Thank Aww. you. Uh, Tommy Siv, Francis Cordone. Check messages for a showdown gift for Maya. Ooh. Oh, that was oh, oh that's oh. A Scott yeah. Burns. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, Dave Dewberry centrist. I like that he had to say check messages <laughs> <laughs> because he's like, man, uh, you guys me- bitched at me for how long about the twelve days of Christmas <laughs> thing? Yeah. Dave Dewberry, Sension Center, Barrett Lippy, Sam Sulian, Ocon Ayrton, Randy Stewart, Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, Franz. Sometimes I pay attention. Martinson, Yuli Simgu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Acido, Matt Mumford. Week two, I'm flipping fools, and Lenny Acuna. <laughs> I like how Grant Templin he was because he's like right there at the end, you know. It's it, we have a long strain of like no change yeah, names, yeah, and yeah. then like normal hey, names. Hits us with one. Yeah, I like yeah, that. That that it's makes good. me excited to read to the end. Do we have a uh, tip of the week? Don't fail your show, Don. From our <laughs> the end that tip. Is, yeah, yeah, that's a great tip. Because had she been a no Don, there'd be no Mo Don. No yeah. Mo. Yeah, podcast would be over. Yeah, that's it. No more podcasts. I'd be like, I cannot in good conscience <laughs> podcast with someone who's got no dawn. <laughs> Tip of the week. You had to have had Yeah, no, something. I have I have plenty. Oh, I mean, I'm okay. just trying to like sort it oh, out in my head want, here. Okay, okay. Like, I don't know. I, I don't mean, want to rush too many things. Take your time. Too, too well, I'm just, this isn't a really great tip for, for like everybody, but it, like if you're, if you're working towards a test, then this might be good to think about like your test is as much about you as it is about the material and i think i have tended to care too much about the material well so i'm you know if you're the kind of person that's gonna be like i'm fine i've got it then you should worry about the material but if you're the kind of person that is obsessing 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 over the material then like remember that like the test is also about how you present yourself and how you show up and so like even if you are performing the material like you have to be present and show up in your body and show that you are someone who's worthy of the next rank Mm -hmm. and then so i think that means like you know stand with your shoulders square use a loud voice make eye contact you know follow your attacker have zanshen you know what i mean like all of that stuff and i think it's so easy to get lost in the other shit going up to a test mm-hmm. that you forget about that stuff i'll do you one better and say uh regardless of your testing that's how you should show up you know? yeah yeah uh which totally. and that is probably harder because yeah. you know for a test you at least have the test that you can go i have to do this because i have to get myself prepared but on a day-to-day it's so easy to be like eh, i'm gonna be here tomorrow i'm gonna be here next <sighs> right. week so today i can just be whatever uh you know uh, recently, so um, before Maya took the test, uh, in one of the classes preparing for the test, she had a bad class and was upset. And I told her that there are three three steps she needed to pass the black belt test. And the first step was I asked her to take a black belt test. And then the second step was that she continues to practice and get better during the time between when I asked her and the black belt test. And then the third step is she just shows up to the black belt test and performs the black belt material. And that sounds stupid, but it's actually all the things that Maya just told you wrapped into one, which is you showed up 
all this time so that I asked you to take a black belt because you've been showing up to class. So you're a black belt, like take a test. Then that you don't go, oh, cool. I was asked to take a black belt. I must be a black belt. Keep showing up and training. And then to on that specific day, be able to show up and do the material, you know? And so like that, that thing of show up and be who you are and, 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 and it's not just about memorizing stuff. It's about being present and being there. Yeah. It's good. It's a good tip. That there is you go. Yeah, there you go. Look at us. I love it. I'm very proud of us today. <laughs> I'm very, I have, <laughs> but you're so. I love how often you're proud of us. You're like, oh, we did good. Yeah. We really smoked that. Well, one. I mean, I did. We should be. And I hope. Uh, I hope that it doesn't come off as like whatever with people. We'll see. All right. Let's be done before I get myself and all of us in more trouble. Thanks, guys.